Hey, dream achievers. Welcome to the Clarity Conversations podcast. It's your host, Cassandra Rosa, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in for the episode today. This is a personal development and business podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I post episodes every Thursday at 11.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today, I'm super excited to have Steph Morris on the podcast, and she's going to talk about feminine embodiment. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm really excited to have Steph Morris here today to talk about female embodiment and breath work. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Steph. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to explore this conversation with you. Yes. We had connected on Instagram and we started to talk about what she does and female um, feminine embodiment is so huge for life and business. So let's kickstart. I'm going to read her bio and then we'll get into the interview. So Steph Morris is a feminine embodiment coach and breathwork facilitator. She works with ambitious women to transform their energy so that they can feel radiant, confident, and magnetize their deepest desires with ease. You can connect with her on Instagram or her website. And she has a gift for all of you guys that she'll be talking about towards the end of the podcast as well. So do you want to kick start this interview today, Steph, talking a little bit about your journey to becoming a feminine embodiment coach? Yes, love this. So my, first of all, I never intended on being a coach. I never wanted to be a coach. I was like, that just sounds kind of weird to me. Like, I don't want to give people advice. Um, And it was only through my own personal growth and transformation journey that I stumbled upon feminine embodiment. I had no idea what that was like just over two years ago. Um, But I basically was living in Toronto, working really hard, working for my partner's business, like loving life or so I kind of thought. Um, But really that hustle mentality, like no balance, just working 10, 12 hours a day, eating every meal at my desk, had no social life, had no friends. Everything was about my work, which I enjoyed. But I just got to this point where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have, what's the point of just working and like making loads of money, but for what? Like, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not feeling balanced. I'm not feeling rested. I would spend a whole day in bed every weekend just to rest. And then I would do it all again. It's like that hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know another way or how to get off. Um, And obviously working in my partner's business, we didn't have clear boundaries. So what was work? What was personal life? Um, that's not healthy when you're working so closely together and it started to cause some real um, challenges for us in our in our relationship and that was really the thing coupled with like me being me questioning what I was doing and what I wanted to do for the next five or ten years I decided to go on a journey of self-discovery really Um, I literally set the intention I want to get to know myself I want to discover who I really am like at my core because I don't think I really know. Um, And that was the intention I set. And I had no idea what that meant or how I was going to do that. But from setting that intention and being open-minded, the path started to unravel and unfold itself. And I was like reading all the books and doing all the work and doing all of the, all of the growth things and journaling. I started journaling every day. Um, And from that, I ended up hiring a coach um, who taught me about masculine and feminine energies and who guided me through embodiment. And three months later, I 
was literally a different person. I felt different. Um, I was starting to show up differently. People noticed and my relationship, um, that was the start of my relationship completely shifting as well. Like completely just becoming something so much more deep and intimate and supportive and nourishing mm. than what it was before. It was probably really coming to its expiry, but because I discovered this work and did the deep discovery on myself, um, it led me to kind of take the lead with the transformation of the relationship. And yeah, I literally was like, this is crazy. This is amazing. Um, and I need to share this with other women because it's so transformational and everything changed for me. So it was from that. I was like, I'm going to get certified. I'm going to learn about this and I'm going to share it with other women because it's changed my life and it's so powerful. And I want everybody to kind of experience this as well. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story with us. I think that Sometimes, especially living in the big cities, there's such a hustle mentality. Like I live in Toronto too, and it's like, go, 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 go. And I even found in my journey that you're not even aware that something's wrong with that sometimes because it's such the norm and everybody's doing it. So do you want to kind of talk about like the harms of us women constantly being in the go, 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 energizer bunny type of mm. mentality. Yeah. So it's, I mean, in our society, masculine tendencies are more celebrated. And that is it. That is those of like more of the hustle of the doing, having that like clear vision and working hard and just getting shit done and working like those are more masculine tendencies. And as women or like we are predominantly more feminine beings, being that way is disconnecting us from the feminine energy, which is like our innate, our innate state really. Um, mm. And it's just, that can, that can result if we're operating in our masculine all the time, that can create challenges for women who are trying to attract a masculine partner, first of all. So if we go down that route, a lot of women don't realize um, about the dynamics and how that can impact them. And I see this all the time. So from like the relational aspect, you could be, women could be blocking themselves because they're repelling men energetically by being in that same energy as them masculine. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, just hustling and go, go, go. You cause this disconnect from your body because if you're constantly doing and you're constantly working and you have no time to just like take a break, um, it's hard. It becomes very difficult to just slow down and relax because you don't know how. It feels boring. It feels unproductive and it's a, it's a total struggle for so many women um, and it, it becomes really hard to listen to your body and to hear the whispers and the signals it's trying to send you to try and keep you healthy and keep you safe and keep you optimized but if you're just working all the time you're not going to hear those and it usually takes a breakdown to really get to a point of like what am I doing? I need to change. Like my body is now screaming at me. Like people get illnesses or burnout or just complete exhaustion. Um, and that's super, super common. I feel like everybody has experienced some form of that in, or another. Um, and that was pretty much what it took for me. Like I would love to say, I just woke up one day and realized, but no, yeah. I had like multiple, like ended up in hospital one time and another time just like complete burnout and breakdown for me to actually make a change. So I try and teach women like, come work with me and let me share these tools with you so that you don't have to experience that because it doesn't have to be that way. But for so many of that was for so many of us, that was part of our journey. Yeah. You shared so much goodness there. And I could relate to the part that you were saying that stepping more into your feminine energy can kind of be a, an adjustment, especially for people that like to be productive. Like I know in the beginning when I started to kind of learn about 
the different types of energies. I was all about productivity. So it's like, well, why am I just going to sit and like meditate all day or be in my feminine energy when I have this huge list of things to get done? So I understand that a hundred percent. And what are some of like the warning signs or kind of cues that we should be aware of so we don't end up burnt out or in the hospital or all of these kind of like rock bottom moments to realize, hey, we need to step into our feminine energy. Yeah. So I think noticing and starting to evaluate, well, I always tell people become really curious about yourself and start to become an observer of how you are moving around the day. How are you responding? How are you reacting to things? And are you living more in your mind? Like if, if you're go, 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 you're most likely living more in your mind um, living more in that mental capacity, like overthinking all the time, struggling to switch off, struggling to relax, feeling that like frazzled feeling that just Mm -hmm. is from doing too much. Um, If you struggle to shut down your mind and fall asleep at night, like that's telling you that something's out of balance because it's supposed to take like five to 10 minutes to fall asleep. If it's taking you like one hour plus, which it used to for me because my mind was just racing, um, overthinking, brain fog, all of these sorts of things um, can indicate that you're living more in your mind. And if you're living more in your mind, it's probably because you're so used to being in that more masculine state. And neither masculine or feminine is better or worse. Like we need both of them to be in balance. We need to be in that masculine. Like not everybody does by all means, but most of us love being in the masculine and that's perfect. It's just trying to find that balance and trying to connect with the feminine. And from that place, we can connect deeper to our intuition and be more in flow and create our life and business with ease and create beautiful intimacy and relationships. So there's so many benefits to being in both, but yeah, the, the biggest thing I think is starting to evaluate and the more you learn about masculine and feminine is just starting to bring awareness and questioning yourself. Like, mm, am I being more like this or that? And like, why am I doing that? Is this how I want to be showing up? Like just getting really curious and um, asking the questions and questioning why you do everything is just super fascinating. Amazing. And for those of the listeners that haven't heard about feminine embodiment, like what is feminine embodiment and what are some like tangible um, ways that women can step into their feminine energy? Hmm. That's a great question. The thing with embodiment is like, it's not so tangible because embodiment is all around being in our body and our language is so limited for what we can experience through the body so it's really hard to put into words like tangible ways Mm -hmm. but the feminine feminine energy is basically all around love so the feminine is love the feminine the feminine is being receptive um the feminine is all around flow and being intuitive being connected deeply to your intuition um, and surrendering and just trusting and being able to sit back and just go with the flow. So um, something that I used to relate hard to is being very controlling, like wanting to control everything, wanting to wanting to make sure that it, everything was perfect. So I had to do everything myself. And then in my relationship, like being like, I know best, I'm going to try and control this, which does not lead to healthy relational dynamics. Um, but the feminine is so beautiful and just loving and intuitive and connected And we see it in mother nature with constantly evolving and changing and being dynamic, which are all great qualities to have. I mean, why would you not want to be tapped into that? So to tap into your feminine energy, my favorite thing, and this is is a more tangible way to do this, but to create a goddess hour, 
um, for, and I used to do this, it was in my calendar from 6 to 7 p.m. every day. So whenever I finished work, it was in my calendar and I would choose one thing to do. So maybe it was intentionally changing from like my day clothes into a different outfit that made me feel like good and confident and like connected more to my, to my feminine energy or taking a bath and just mm-hmm. taking a bath with the intention of I'm going to enjoy the bath and that's it. I'm not going to be scrolling on my phone. I'm not going to be doing work. I'm not going to be multitasking. I'm just going to enjoy the bath and just be present and experience pleasure through the bath, through the warmth, through the smell, through the um, salts or whatever, whatever you have. Um, or dancing is a beautiful way to tap into your feminine energy or an embodied movement practice where you're really tapping into your body and just putting on music and intuitively asking your body, how does it want to move and how is it feeling and what does it have to show you? Um, these are some easy ways, which if you're in the go, go, go and used to being in your masking can be very challenging, very, very challenging at first and feel boring. And your mind's going to talk you out of why you don't need to do it, but just trust that it's so beautiful. And there are so many beautiful reasons why you would want to be in your feminine energy and create that balance between both of them. Yeah. And you just segued perfectly into my next question. What are some of the benefits for spiritual entrepreneurs to step into their feminine energy um, and how that can help their business specifically Mm. to show up from that place? Yeah. So being in your feminine energy will allow you to create a sustainable business to create business that you can connected to your intuition um, where there is a lot of ease and flow and you are allowing your body to guide you to make decisions for your business so you're working intuitively and creating a new offer from your intuition and from what feels really aligned to you Mm -hmm. and launching it in a way that feels good to you versus following the six step strategy that worked for this person is that you have to do Um, because that's what I see a lot of people are building their business but most people left like corporate because they don't want to work for someone else and do all of that. And then people fall into the same trap of like building a hustle based business and feeling burnt out and exhausted. And some people end up resenting their business for that. And it doesn't have Mm. to be that way. You can build your business and build your life in a sustainable way that is focused on ease and using your body. If you're tapped into your body, if you're living in an embodied way and connected to your feminine energy, you can use that as your navigation, like as your GPS for the path to take for you, because your path is going to be so different to anybody else's. And only you can know what is right for you to do, what offers to create, who to partner with, Mm -hmm. what direction to take. So it, it makes it easier. Um, or creates more ease, should I say, maybe not more easy, not easier necessarily, but a little bit more simple. Um, It's still going to be hard times and challenges, but you know that you're doing the right thing for you and it's in alignment with you, which is ultimately what is most important. If you're creating a business that's your everything, then you want to make sure that you're obsessed with it and it's true to who you are and who you're becoming. Yes. Yes. And I can relate to that a hundred percent because I was in my masculine for my first year of business and I burnt out hard and it was not fun. And that's why even in my practices and my programs, we don't go as in depth, but I think it's really important to show up from that more intuitive place about knowing what your next steps is and not necessarily following the rigid structure. So I love that you shared that. And for 
aside from, you know, like the fun and the love side to being in a, your feminine energy, there was a piece that you touched on about like release and control and trusting and receiving. So what are like three words of wisdom or points that you want to hit home with the listeners to help them show up in that space of trust and ease and receiving? Because mm. I know that can be a big thing for women to release control. So yeah, huge. And there's usually patterns as well with your work and in your relationships that you'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you don't want to be doing that in a relationship, but I'm sure we've all been there. I certainly have. Um, yes. But really, the more, if you want to trust more and you want to release that control, it starts with a relationship with yourself. So it starts mm-hmm. with, you have to get to know yourself and peel back the layers and discover like why you are the way you are. And it usually comes down to fear or unworthiness or some mm-hmm. limiting belief and story that we created to protect, protect ourselves as children. Mm-hmm. And pe- by peeling back those layers and tr- building more trust with yourself and building that connection with yourself, you'll then feel more trust and you'll feel safer in your body and feel safe in your work and in your business to then surrender and receive. But it all this is why I love feminine embodiment because it's all about you. It's all about me, you, the per- like the woman yet Mm -hmm. it relates to every single area in your life so you're just doing the work with yourself first you're going deep with your with yourself to peel back the layers to get more connected to release energetic blocks and emotions that are stuck and stored in your body so that you can create beautiful deep relationships and so that you can receive your desires with ease and so you can create success whatever that looks like for you in your business because if you don't do the work with yourself, you're going to run into all these challenges and not understand why it's not working for you or why like it's something's mm-hmm. holding you back because you haven't done that discovery. And this is why the embodiment piece is so important because you're then embodying your entire self and you're doing that deep work of discovery um, and living as the full authentic you, if that makes sense. Yes. So beautifully put. And I know that you have a gift for the listeners. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So I have, well, I have many gifts, but yes, I have a beautiful, (laughs) um, I have a beautiful self-love embodied meditation. Um, It's basically a meditation, but it's helping you to get in your body. And self-love, I think is something that not everybody thinks they need because they feel like they already have it, but there's always more depth we can go to creating more self-love. The more self-love we have, the more that we can begin to that trust journey, that healing, deeply healing that relationship with our body. And once you've worked through that relationship with yourself, as I said, it starts to um, make it easier to create these things in your life that you're really desiring. So yes, that um, I have that for everybody to dive into. And it's a simple thing because you can just, you can just experience it. You're not having to motivate yourself to go and do something it's just put your headphones in and be guided through it and I recommend doing it every day for about seven days and just seeing how it feels Um, and it can be very insightful as well the things that come up through it so excited to share that yes we're gonna leave a link to that in the show notes I'm excited to give that a try tonight as well and where can they connect with you to learn more about what you do and your coaching and everything best place is on Instagram I love Instagram uh, my handle is at I am Steph Morris. Uh, my DMs are always open. I love to chat and connect with women about this topic because clearly I'm so passionate about yes. it because it really has transformed my life. 
Um, and I love sharing this, this work and this journey with other women because I know the impact firsthand of how life-changing it can be. So Instagram is the place uh, I spend the most time. So I'd love to connect over there. Amazing. We'll leave links to um, the gift and your website and Instagram in the show notes for everyone to connect with you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Steph. Do you have any final words that you want to share before we close off for today? Yeah, just uh, my challenge is really for you to slow down and start to question everything about yourself. Um, Because the more you question yourself, the more self-awareness you'll develop and the more self-awareness you have, the easier it is to course correct and get you closer to what what you actually want and what you're actually desiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easier to kind of navigate through those blocks that might be you might be experiencing but not have the awareness. So question yourself, become curious um, and slow down if you can to just be present and experience the joys and pleasure of life. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been an amazing conversation. Thank you. That's all for the episode today. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review. If you're not already following me on Instagram, come and check it out. My handle is Cassandra Rosa A. And stay tuned for the next episode. It's coming out next Thursday at 11.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you then. Bye.